Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. The Daily Grind. It might have just got a bit more interesting for some people. It's thought that on average we'll spend just shy of 85,000 hours working during our lives. It's a huge chunk of time so you want to make sure you try and enjoy it if you can. But for those who don't, there might be a new way to readdress the balance. Say hello to quiet quitting. Shh. No, it's not just leaving your office one day, hoping no one will notice, never to return again. It's a trend that's gone viral on TikTok and elsewhere, as many look to redefine their boundaries by only doing what's required of their job and nothing more, putting more of a focus on what they do outside of work. Here to explain the phenomenon in more detail and shed light on what else is happening in the workplace is Anthony Klotz, Associate Professor of Organisational Behaviour from University College London. Well, quiet quitting is a little bit challenging to define because it just became a term a few weeks ago and uh, emanated from an unknown source on TikTok. And so there are a few definitions floating about. But the way that I define quiet quitting is that it either involves shifting an employee's mindset so that they don't focus on work as much anymore, so that they focus on work when they're at work, but they don't think about work as much outside of work. So making work a little bit smaller part of, of what people think about. The second part of quiet quitting that gets a lot more attention is stopping engagement in any work activity beyond people's job descriptions. So in other words, when you have a job, you've got the elements of your job that are in the job description that they pay you to do. But all of us as employees at certain times go above and beyond the job description to help coworkers to arrive early or stay late. And quiet quitting is about quitting engagement in those extra behaviors. Is this a new concept? So the term quiet quitting is new. But the concept behind it has been around for a very long time under different names, such as disengagement or withdrawal from work. Essentially, for a long time, probably as long as there's been work, there's been moments where employees either feel overwhelmed or feel like their company isn't investing in them. And a common response to those situations is reducing engagement in these extra activities at work. Why has it increased so much in popularity now, do you think? Well, if you think about it, for about the last 15 months, we've had the great resignation with us, which is an increase in the number of employees who are voluntarily leaving their jobs um, to pursue different jobs because they're burnt out, because they want more flexibility, what have you. And this is a moment where uh, the economy is starting to slow down a little bit. 
market, which means there aren't as many good opportunities for people to leave their jobs. And so it makes complete sense that partly because of the slowing economy and partly because of the reality that, that quitting your job is not a good option, probably most of the time for many people, that when they feel that their organization isn't investing in them or that when they're stressed out, that instead of quitting, they decide to to decrease how much mental resources or how much time they're spending and effort they're spending at work. And so I think this discussion of quiet quitting is being driven by the same forces and by the same discussion uh, that's driving the great resignation. It's just a different form of it, that instead of actually leaving your job, you redefine the boundaries of your job and shrink them down a little bit. Given the cost of living crisis and this period of uncertainty we're in, do you think that quiet quitting and the great resignation will sort of die out? You would assume that people will be counting on job security and stability to see them through to the next year, really. Yes. Well, it would make complete sense that the great resignation is going to slow down as the economy slows down because leaving one's job becomes a less appealing option because there's less good alternatives out there. Quiet quitting is a little bit different or employee disengagement is a little bit different. This could be where employees actually would like to quit, but can't. And, and do need to find other ways to perhaps balance the amount of time they're investing in work. And so, well, I do think if the economic projections are correct, that you will see um, resignation slow down. I, I don't think that's necessarily going to happen with quiet quitting as well. And so the challenge for leaders exists regardless of what the economy does. In one way, it's a problem when you have high numbers of employees turning over. In another way, it's just a different sort of problem when you have a large number of employees who don't feel motivated to go above and beyond their job description. Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear more about quiet quitting and workplace culture. Whilst you're here, why not give the leader a rate and follow? Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Anthony, should employers be worried about these workplace trends? So I think employers should be concerned, but also see an opportunity in the trends that we're seeing. So whether it's the great resignation or quiet quitting, these are employees who are taking their well-being into their own hands and saying, I need to switch careers or I need to take a break in order to take care of my well-being. The nice thing is, is that the last couple of years, as challenging as they've been, have 
given organizations more tools than ever to help employees care for their well-being. And so I think we're in this moment where a lot of employees want to work. They're just looking for companies that give them that balance, perhaps some flexibility, of course, pay and good benefits. And and there are part of the reason that the great resignation is starting to taper off is because there's lots of organizations that have ramped up their investment in employees and employee well-being. And so there are some organizations out there and leaders that are bemoaning quiet quitting and the great resignation. Others are taking advantage of it and seeing that this is a great time to, to attract talent from organizations that aren't taking care of their employees. And really, when it comes to quiet quitting in particular, it's often an early warning signal that the employee is going to quit at some point. And so when you see that an employee is sort of detaching from the extra jobs that they used to do at work, maybe they're not helping their coworkers as much or not staying late like they used to, it's a great opportunity for the company or for the manager to reach out to that employee and say, how's it going? How are you feeling? Do you need a break? Is there anything we can do? So that you not only re-engage the employee, but you keep them from looking at the job market and potentially leaving. And so quiet quitting sends a valuable signal to managers who, who are listening and are tuned in that, that something is wrong here. And that's, that, that information can be really helpful for leaders. What are some of the ways that we can improve work culture for the better? This is a fairly broad answer, but when I don't think it was long ago, you know, in 2019, there was a lot of focus on the amount of, of what I would call or what others have called hustle culture and sort of the celebration of being busy and hustling and making your life all about work. And I think there's this opportunity that we've realized over the last couple of years to shift work a little bit and make it a valued part of people's lives, but not their entire life. And instead of celebrating hustle culture, celebrating good balance and people having rich lives outside of work. And so what we want is employees when they're at work or when they're working to be their best selves and be as productive as possible, but then to detach from work and have other areas of their life that bring them satisfaction and meaning. And I think that leads to a workplace that has a really healthy culture and a culture of productivity as well. Um, and it's also sustainable from a human well-being standpoint. So, so there is this opportunity right now to improve. And it's not just the great resignation. Resignation rates have been going up for the past decade before the pandemic. And so there is this weakening of the relationship between employees and employers going on. And some employers are are recognizing this and saying, this is an opportunity for us to re-strengthen this, to get back to a little bit longer term employment by focusing on employee well-being. And, and then, of course, pay and benefits uh, as well. So can quiet quitting be a good thing overall then? You, you know, o- over the past year and a half, we've seen lots of resignations through the great resignation but the reality is, is that quitting isn't an option for many employees. And that could be for any number of reasons. It could be because the job market's bad. It could be because they need to be in a certain geographic location because of their kid's school. And that's where the job is at. It could be because they have skills they've developed or benefits they've received, you know, because they've been at a company for 20 years and there's just too high of a cost to switch. And so when you're in that situation, when you're in a job 
and you're not able to leave because there's some constraints on you that when you're feeling completely overwhelmed or burnt out or feel like the organization is really underinvesting in you, quiet quitting is a fairly sensible response. Still doing your core job well, but not going above and beyond. And it's a way that hopefully preserves your well-being, still makes you feel good about your relationship with the company, and it's such that you can sustain working there longer. And so I I feel like since this topic arose in the last month, it's been really polarizing between people who are saying these workers are lazy or this is a movement against organizations by employees. And I really think it's more subtle and somewhere in the middle of that in that it's a sensible response that many people have engaged in at some point in their life to just feeling like I don't want to quit or I can't quit, but I need to change my situation or um, I'm really going to be struggling here. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.